ignition sequence start. Three, two, one. Lock and load. It's time for the gun rack with your hosts, Joey and Drew. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gun Rack's Northern Desert Institute School of Firearms Technology's official podcast. I'm Josiah Upper. Folks call me Joey, and with me, we have one Drew Poplin. Hope you're Drew. doing well today, Joey. I am doing okay. Today is not yet powered as it is so i'm dragging a little bit but we're doing okay i actually i think i maybe found a new lovely drink for me uh because i've i've been on the mountain dew train for you have yes for a good while it's almost become a bit of a staple of mine i'm starting to switch over to energy drinks now hear me out it is a lot of caffeine but i happened to look on the back and i didn't realize that it was only like 10 calories like the zero sugar versions of them. Yeah. And I got to say, I've actually been slimming down a little bit, having a little bit more energy. It just makes sense for me. Interesting. Uh, I'm still not quite on the Zip Fizz train yet because I haven't had it. Yeah. Because uh, I can't find it. I keep looking at gas stations and everything. I can't find oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's not a gas station thing because I am not trash. <laughs> you can get them on Amazon and you can get them at Costco and uh, I'm sure there are other places, but those are the two I'm aware of. Yeah, Amazon you... is always my hookup for that. Yeah, if you can't get it at Exxon or a uh, Dollar General, then if you live in my neck of the woods, you're in trouble. Yeah. Did I tell you one time I pulled over at a Dollar General and uh, I was actually in a zoom meeting for work i had pulled over so that i could you know talk with these guys as part of the meeting and uh, this guy comes up to me uh in uh at the side of the store and he he waves at me my windows are down and i am clearly on the phone and he says do you want to buy a samsung galaxy s7 and <laughs> i looked at him and i was like no <laughs> He said, uh, it's in good condition. Uh, look. And I was like, it's really not the issue. So Dollar General is a weird place, man. I cannot say I'm a fan. Yeah, I can't and, say I've ever been accosted to uh, buy a Samsung uh, or a iPhone, for that matter, at a Dollar General. So I've been accosted at least one in every three times I've been to a Dollar General for, for some reason or another. Dollar Generals are weird, man. Weird stuff happens there. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Well, now that we've gotten deep into the topic that we're, we're working on today, um, we're going to go into the real topic for today. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, gun sales for June 2022. Uh, it's been uh, long enough now that we can take a look back at uh, some of the stats from last month. I thought it would be worth our time to take a look. We did some top firearms of the year for last year, but I'd like something a little more to the moment. And uh, last month, I think, is a pretty good representation of that. So we're going to take a look at that. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. We've got the best-selling handguns, uh, the best-selling rifles and carbines, and then, of course, the best-selling shotguns, top five of each. 
and uh, some general firearm stats we're going to dive into as well. But before we get into that, uh, in case you are unaware of Sonoran Desert Institute, uh, you should check us out, sdi.edu. Sonoran Desert Institute is an online school uh, with focuses on firearms technology and unmanned and or uncrewed technology. We're talking drones, of course, there. And uh, we are accredited by the Distance Education Accredited Accrediting, excuse me, Commission. And uh, we are passionate about delivering quality education to uh, the students that we have. It is a fully remote uh, program. Our, uh, our School of Firearms Technology, both of those programs, uh, the, excuse me, the Certificate in Firearms Technology Gunsmithing, CFTG, and the Associate of Science in Firearms Technology, ASFT, are both completely remote. We send the materials right to your door. Uh, we are uh, just super, super into sharing our love of the world of firearms technology with our students. So if you think that uh, taking your next step uh, in your academic career could be studying firearms technology, you should come check us out, sdi.edu. We would love to have you become a part of the Sonoran Desert Institute family. Now, let's get into some best-selling guns and some firearms stats. Um, so, Let's get into the the year over year stuff. I'm currently working on my MBA, and uh, one of the things we're working on right now, because I mean I'm just started, is looking at financial statements and understanding percentage change uh, in terms of what it actually means instead of you know reading it on a graph and understanding it. Uh, so we've got some really cool uh, stats for this year over last year. Uh, for the month of June, uh, the NSSF, National Shooting Sports Foundation, uh, did a report. Uh, it's called the NSSF Adjusted NICS. And NICS is, of course, the uh, background check numbers uh, that's uh, of likely gun sales. Uh, and they are, uh, this year's actually have been the second highest on record. Um, something to keep in mind when we talk about these stats is that they don't include uh, purchases that are done with concealed carry permits, uh, as you don't generally do a background check for those because a lot of states recognize those uh, concealed carry permits as being sufficient to purchase a handgun, uh, as well, uh, and actually long guns too, but the other thing that uh, it doesn't keep track of, uh, mostly there are still some uh, private gun sales that people do uh, in FFLs and all that what stuff, but private gun sales, of course, uh, are not going to involve all the NICS like you would at a, retail, at a retailer, excuse me. All that being said, we have some pretty cool stats here. Uh, Drew, I'm gonna give you one guess as to what the highest year on record is uh, for NICS background checks. Oh, was it 2020? It was 2020 by, by a lot. The highest we had had previous to that was approximately 1,115,000 background checks over the month of June, uh, if I'm reading this chart correctly. Um, and 2020s, 
was 2,125,000 approximately. In fact, I'm reading this, the, uh, I'm not looking at numbers, I'm looking at a bar graph. It actually looks like it's a little bit higher than that. It might be 2.2 million straight up. So pretty wild stuff. Um, the difference between 2020 and 2021 was, was pretty palpable. That being said, there's still some really interesting things here. So uh, guns.com, which is where I got this graphic from, although I think NSSF actually originated it. It's kind of irrelevant. Guns.com, thank you for uh, this fun website. <laughs> but the uh, June 22 marked the 35th consecutive month that background checks for the sale of a firearm topped 1 million, uh, which is absolutely not false. Yeah. That being said, so 2020 was astronomically high, almost two and a quarter million background checks. Uh, 2021 plunged, relatively speaking, um, to somewhere between one and a quarter million background checks to one and a third million background checks, uh, pretty close to one and a quarter. Uh, but 2022, uh, sales went up 8% year over year. And uh, that is, of course, pretty exciting. Uh, you, you like to see responsibly armed uh, firearms owners out there. And uh, we clocked in right about uh, 1.375 million uh, background checks for this month alone, which is pretty sweet. Um, you multiply that out over the course of a year. And uh, I'm not sure exactly what you get because I didn't do the math before I uh, started talking. Hold on. And I'm going to whip out a calculator. I'm going to say 1.375. I don't have that as a hard number. Five times 12. It would be 16 and a half million background checks for this year. It's pretty solid. That's um, very close to being half of a percent of the whole population. Um, so one in every 200 people doing a background check in a given year, which is... I mean, that's nuts. That is absolutely wild. It's really cool. So year over year, it's 8.1% from last year to this year. Five years ago, 2017, it's up 54.9%, which is very significant. 10 years, which I think is actually even more significant because uh, the 2017 year was during a political administration that was kind of friendly to firearms uh, in a lot of respects. This is, of course, not a political podcast, but I think you'd be uh, kind of blind not to be vaguely aware of that. Um, but 10 years ago, uh, it's up 58.5%, and that was 2012. Um, and then back 15 years, uh, back to 2007, it's up 156.5%. So pretty, pretty significant stuff. And it appears to be trending uh, that way for the foreseeable future now that we've kind of surpassed, um, surpassed that 2020 absolute mountain. Um, so now we've got that. Let's take a look at some of our best selling firearms. And Drew, I'm actually going to share this out with you so you can read off some of these as well. Oh, wonderful. Uh-huh. Um, and this one is coming straight from guts.com as well. We see if they acknowledge a source. 
Um, okay. Well, it's June's bestsellers on guns.com. It is June's bestsellers on guns.com. I'm trying to figure out where they're getting, you know, there's all sorts of places where you can purchase firearms. So I'm curious where they're getting the aggregates for the top five but honestly we're just going to roll with it and say guns.com this is their definitive list there's some interesting stuff on here so we are going to break into this pretty quick so uh first thing is first with the top five handguns uh one particular handgun was both first and fourth uh which is a pretty good testament to what (laughs) they have going on um, the Glock 43X MOS, uh, I have no idea what MOS means. I don't know if you do. Um, I can figure it out. Yeah, do that. And then the Glock 43X, uh, both of those are, uh, are in that top five list. The MOS is the number one, and then the uh, 43X is number four assuming they're ordering this in priority they don't have a one two three four next to it irrelevant really uh the other one that's on here that's interesting is the six hour p322 which is uh sig's 22 lr pretty new handgun um that one it actually has a 20 plus one capacity which is pretty fun uh four inch barrel weighs 17.1 ounces i'll go back the uh, 43x uh, the barrels 3.41 inches. It's got a capacity of 10 plus one. It's chambered in nine. Both of them are and it weighs 18.7 ounces with both configurations. Uh, MOS price is 632.99 uh, retail. And then the 43X is 519.99 retail. Uh, the P322 is 564.99 retail, which is actually kind of pricey for a 22 LR pistol, but it's certainly, uh, well, with SIG, it's, you're always paying a little extra, but the quality is, is, is pretty solid. Um, the third one on their list is the 320, the P320 uh, by SIG. XTEN, another abbreviation I'm not entirely sure about, but I can tell you what it does to the price which is Jacket to the Moon. Might have something to do with the fact that this particular firearm is in 10, it's chambered in 10 millimeter, has a capacity of 15 plus one, retails for $961.99. Uh, barrel length is five inches, so we're looking at a much more uh, full-size firearm here. And uh, it weighs 33 ounces. So uh, it is about two, it's a little over two full pounds. And then last on the list, this thing is completely dominated by striker fires, which makes me kind of bummed. But the Glock 19 Gen 5, uh, which is, of course, a great little uh, uh, great little handgun there, uh, one of the absolute classics. Uh, and it is the retail price for that is actually $659.99. I didn't realize it was so high. Chambered in 9mm, of course, 15 plus 1 rounds, 4.02 inch barrel. 23.63 ounces. That's handguns there. Did you ever figure out what MOS was? So MOS stands for modular optic system. And this is according uh, to clinkholsters.com. Yeah. So the 43X, um, it couldn't accommodate bigger red dot sites. Um, so they have the MOS system 
uh, which is cut for the shield RMSC pistol red dot. Mm -hmm. So basically, it makes it easier for you to put your uh, red dot side on it. Yeah, super valuable stuff. Absolutely. Uh, this I thought was, was pretty interesting, actually. Uh, so I use gun dot deals quite a bit. I'm pretty sure I've referenced them in here uh, a time or three. And the firearms that are on this list, you see all the time, quite a few of them anyway. Um, so let's knock the, the kind of mainstream ones out of the way. Uh, the Caltech KSG, which is hardly mainstream, but it's a fairly well-known name. It's kind of the double magazine shotgun that's a bullpup. It's a whole thing. Um, I actually know a few uh, gun tubers that really don't like it. And it, uh, the MSRP for that guy is $949.99. So of course, uh, 12 gauge, all of these are 12 gauge. It's pump action and the capacity is 14 plus one. Uh, and it weighs almost seven pounds. It's got an 18.5 inch barrel. Uh, and that's on this list. Um, the other one, which absolutely should be on this list all the time, is the Remington, the Remington 870 Express Tactical. Uh, which retails for $497.99. Uh, pump action, six plus one, 18 inch barrel, 8.1 pounds, which feels kind of heavy, but it is what it is. Uh, and somehow all five of these have edged out Mossberg and or Maverick, which really surprised me. Uh, all of the next three are uh, one brand and it's G-Force Arms. Uh, we have the GF2PZ, uh, which is four plus one, 20 inch barrel. It's got a, um, a pistol grip on it and uh, weighs 6.7 pounds. And uh, the retail price for it, which is why I'm assuming it's on this list, is uh, $129.99. Um, All three of those G forces are like that, the retail price on it is insane. Yeah. Uh, actually, guns.com makes a note of it. Uh, let me get through these other two, and then I'll, I'll say what they said. Uh, the other one is the G-Force GF2P pump, uh, which is different. Uh, but the, one of them's the GF2PZ, and one of them's the GF2B pump. So uh, very similar firearms. Uh, this one does retail for $180.99, though. 20-inch uh, barrel, just like the other one, four plus one capacity. I'm sure there's other stuff that I'm not seeing at face value. Weighs seven pounds, so it's a third of a pound heavier-ish. And then the uh, the top one on this list is G-Force Arms GF3T Tactical, which retails for $127.99 and appears to have ghost ring sights. This is me looking at a very small image on a uh, webpage, but it does appear to have ghost ring sights. It also has a pistol grip, all three of them do. Um, Four plus one capacity, 19.5 inch barrel, and it weighs seven pounds as well. Uh, Guns.com said, we told them that this was going to happen. We told them over there in marketing that if they offered the most affordable shotguns on the internet, it would totally skew our best sellers list and just look what happened. G4 shotguns continue their domination and it's no wonder why when you can get them at these ridiculous prices. Just like other guns on this list, we expect this trend to continue in light of that big sale we keep talking about in July. Uh, so pretty cool stuff. Uh, that brings us to rifles and carbines. Uh, I'll go ahead and do guns.com's note first this time. It's in SIG. 
continues to show up, taking on two more spots on the leaderboard this month with the M400 and the M400 Tread. Uh, meanwhile, the Smith & Wesson MMP15 Sport 2, which reigned supreme for so many months, continues to have a show, strong, strong showing. Excuse me. The Smith & Wesson MMP15 Patrol keeps popping up on this list as well. We expect that to continue as we keep putting them on sale. Oh, they're measuring their own sales. Duh. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. I can't believe I... Didn't think that. <laughs> um, we expect that to continue as we keep putting them on sale, especially during that 4th of July sale. Link Wink, this is of course from a couple weeks ago now. And then the fifth one is the Springfield Armory Heli and Bullpup. Um, that one is uh, retails at $1,905.99. All five of these are chambered for 556 NATO, they're all semi automatic. They all have a capacity of 30 plus one standard. And of course it's magazine fed. So that's gonna, you know, depends on the magazine. Uh, each of them has a barrel length of 16 inches. Uh, the bullpup has an overall length of 28.25 inches, which is actually pretty, pretty dope. And uh, weighs eight pounds. The Smith and Wesson MMP 15 patrol is 747.99. And uh, it's also 16 inch barrel. They all do uh, 36.3 inch length and just under 70 pounds, seven pounds <laughs> overall weight. Um, the six hour M400 thread, 868.99, uh, 30.8 inch length and seven pounds. MMP 15 Sport 2, which is kind of like when um, people are like, should I get? an AR-15, and I'm like, absolutely, go get a Ruger AR-556, a Palmetto State Armory uh, AR-15, kind of your choice, because they have, they've got some great options, uh, or get the, get the MMP-15. Um, so the MMP-15 Sport 2 retails at $599.99, 16-inch barrel, 35-inch length, and 6.45 pounds weight. Then on top is the M400, uh, with a retail price of uh, $1,530.99 and a length of 30.8 inches and a weight of seven pounds. So that's the list for guns.com on all their goodies. Um, it's pretty cool, I think. Yeah, didn't, didn't we fire that bullpup? No, we talked about oh, it we, and then it just didn't happen. Yeah, we waited in line, like, over the course of like three days, we kept trying to go and it was always packed there. Yeah, which is yeah. fair. Yeah, I remember it now. Yeah, it was a bummer. Um, um, I'm sure the next time we go out, we'll be sure to get some goodies for that. Well, that's uh, that's a pretty good lineup for us. Thank you, guns.com. I'm going to be sure to remember that. We could do a little check-in every now and then on how sales are doing. Uh, this is a little bit of a lighter uh, episode than normal, but uh, we have uh, we've really enjoyed this one as well. Love the good stats and our top five uh, sales for the shotgun, rifle, and handgun. And before we let you guys go, there's one more thing I want to remind you about Sonora Desert Institute, which is, of course, where we hail from if you are at all interested in pursuing 
a, a future with firearms technology, um, feel free to come hop on to SCI.edu. If you want to hop on to the news tab and click on grad features, you'll see what some of our graduates have to say about the program and where they are now. And if you don't want to take our word for it, which is uh, fair, uh, feel free to check that out. Feel free to chat with our admissions reps. They're great folks. And uh, we hope that we will see you soon. But for now, that is the gun rack. Have fun out there, guys. We will see you at the range. Sonoran Desert Institute is an online school accredited by the DEAC. It is headquartered at 1555 West University Drive in Tempe, Arizona. For more information about how you can craft your firearms future, visit sdi.edu.